you're fat. So you drink anyone. Maybe if you show a little bit of cleavage. Maybe you're acting too smart. You're a boss. I just don't understand why you don't have a boyfriend. I would marry you. You're a tequila lover. You're not a lesbian. You're the Chargers. I'm not going to be a fucking Welcome to your Such a Catch. For any new listeners out there, I'm Erin. I'm a very single gal living in the South Bay, just hoping that Santa Claus brings her a Prince Charming this Christmas. <laughs> Can you imagine I just come out and under the tree is Prince Charming just wrapped in a bow? Amazing. I have been a good girl this year. I'm definitely on the nice list. Quit laughing out there. <laughs> And despite me complaining about how much effort it is for one person to put up a Christmas tree, I did it. I drove my happy ass over to the Home Depot and I bought a beautiful fake tree. (laughs) It's all decorated. It's up. It just needs a tree skirt and a tree topper, which are kind of two major things. But whatever. It's still there. It's up. The lights are on. The ornaments are up. And I must say, I do love ornaments. And it's funny because I collect them from like my travels or like experiences. So when I hang them on the tree once a year, it's like a good way to reminisce about all these like fun times and trips. And then, you know, sometimes too, people will bring me them from their travels. So it's just kind of fun to like look at the tree and be like, oh, I went there, I did this. And so I'm glad I did it. It was worth the effort. (laughs) But speaking of the holidays, do you want the good news or the bad news first? Since you can't talk back... We'll go with the bad news. (laughs) And it's really not that bad. I'm just being very dramatic. After today's episode, there's going to be one more episode of You're Such a Catch in December. And then I'm going to take a couple weeks off. So the good news is I'm going to use those couple of weeks to line up some great guests for the next batch of episodes. I've also been doing a ton of research and I've been meeting so many fabulous people throughout this journey and oh my goodness. So there are so many things on the horizon. I just hope I can execute them. But uh, this podcast has been so much fun. It's been a true labor of love. And if you have any ideas for show topics or you want me to touch on a specific subject, please feel free to drop me a line at erin at yoursuchacatch.com. You can also keep close tabs on me um, during my little holiday hiatus on social media. So feel free to follow me at yoursuchacatch on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I promise if Santa does bring me a man, you guys will be the first to know. (laughs) And if you're digging this podcast or you just feel like doing your girl a solid this holiday season, please submit a rate or review on Apple Podcast. I love reading your feedback and all the messages there. Sometimes you just need that positive reinforcement to spur you on. And if you're a man or woman, a few words, but you still want to help a sister out, go to my website, yoursuchacatch.com, and buy your girl a cup of coffee. If you're a handsome man out there who's got his shit together and who's looking for a great gal, you can buy me that cup of coffee in person. (laughs) It's called a date. (laughs) We all know I'm thirsty. (laughs) 
On today's episode, I invite Kathy, my Reiki practitioner, on to talk about Reiki, the law of attraction, and to share any insight she might have for those of us who have done all we can to be ready, quote unquote, for our person. And we are getting an extreme lesson in patience as we wait for the universe or whatever higher power we believe in to deliver that man or woman to us. So I met Kathy through a mutual friend, and I had no idea that after I met Kathy, I would be like addicted to her, (laughs) (laughs) and I would be coming back for more. So Kathy, why don't you tell everybody what you do? Okay, well, I'm a Reiki practitioner, a Reiki master, if you will. That just means I can teach other people Reiki. And the next question is usually, what's what is Reiki? Reiki? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, I get that all the time. It's basically, it's energy healing. And the truth of the matter is, if anybody tells you that they know what it is, they're lying. Because we don't know. We, we all think we know. We all have these ideas of what we think it is. But we don't have the technology yet to show definitively what Reiki is. I can tell you what it does. I can tell you that I feel it. You know you feel it, right? I do. So it's not like a made-up thing. We do have an energy field. I think that quantum physics will be the thing that shows us that connection of how Reiki actually does what it does. Mm-hmm. But we just don't have the technology yet. You know, it's it's like the electromagnetic field. 150 years ago, if you talked about this invisible field that went around things, people would have thought you were, we're crazy. crazy. Yeah. It doesn't mean it didn't exist. We just didn't have the technology to show it. Now we have that technology and we use it every day mm-hmm. in in so many things, right? So I, I think it's it's that. And we do have tons of negative thoughts. And Reiki's like a like one of those Mr. Clean magic erasers. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just goes in and scrub scrubs yeah. them. One of the things I get a lot is people say, Oh, well, you have to believe in that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and that's absolutely not true. One of my best friends, her son was in a horrible motorcycle accident. He was in a coma. And I was going to the ER to do Reiki on him while he was in a coma. And we have pictures of his blood pressure dropping significantly when I would do the Reiki. No way. Like it would drop dramatically. And the doctor even came up to her and said, you know, oh, I hear you have an alternative healer coming in. And she was like, oh, is that okay? And He's like, yeah, it's great. The nurses have reported he's really responding. So, I mean, you know, that's that's anecdotal, but I don't care. Right. So how did you get involved in Reiki? I actually heard about Reiki 20-something years ago. I used to be married before, Mm -hmm. and my marriage was hitting a rough spot. I'd been married about 10 years. I had three kids. We had three kids. And... We kind of were searching around for different ways to help our marriage work. And we found a group of people who were really supportive, kind of a spiritual group that we got involved in. And one of the facilitators was a Reiki master. But she was very secretive about it. She would never tell me what it was. She'd be like, oh, it's a secret. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I want to know. She just, she never explained it to me in a way that helped me 
understand what it was. It just left me like wondering what this magical thing was. Yes. All right. So whatever we were doing with that spiritual group didn't exactly work in the way we had planned because our marriage ended. Just a whole different story, but it was the right thing for me. Mm-hmm. You know, so when we say something didn't work or it, it did work, that's such a weird statement because if we are happy with where we're at right now, or even if we're not, our journey is just what our journey is. And so it's hard to say what's right or wrong. Anyway, I think you bring up a very valid point because I came from a family who my grandparents, you know, were married for right. so long. My parents, you know, my aunt and uncles, like nobody had ever been divorced. And right. so then when that happened, I really felt like I had failed and I didn't want to accept that it was part of my journey. Right. Um, you know, I wanted to, I, I was thinking like, you know, that shouldn't be in my path. But now I've come to realize, like, I wouldn't be who I am today if that hadn't have happened. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, You have to honor yourself in all things. And if your needs aren't being met, figure out how to get those needs met. And if it's because you're not with the right partner, Mm -hmm. it's okay to say, this isn't working for me. Right. And there doesn't have to be a bad guy in the re- when a relationship ends. I think that's really important, mm-hmm. which isn't to say I didn't try and paint my ex-husband as a bad guy many, many times. <laughs> I did. That's human nature, right? Yeah. <laughs> but so my marriage ended mm-hmm. and I went about the business of raising three little kids from age two to seven on my own wow. f- for a long time. And I dated. I mean, this kind of brings us back into what your whole podcast is about. I did the whole Mm Match.com thing. I had dates and some were fun and some were not as fun. So as a stay-at-home mom, I mean, I can only imagine your days were very full. They were. And that was because my mom, seriously, my mom freaked out about the whole Match.com thing. Oh, she did? Oh, yeah. Why? She oh. didn't. She didn't want you to be. She just the the thought of meeting someone online was such uh-huh. a foreign thing to her, and so I would remind her that Ted Bundy met his victims in a library. <laughs> <laughs> That's a valid point, right? Yeah, uh, you know, I'm like, you meet who you meet, and for me, and the way I explained it to her was, I'm busy with kids twenty four seven, seven days a week, except for basically every other weekend. I don't want to spend every other weekend looking for people to date. I would rather have those dates lined Mm -hmm. up. And so, and that worked for me for a little while. I don't think the entire time I was single, which was probably eight years, I don't think I dated anybody more than three months. Okay. You know, and I'd be like, oh, I really like this guy. Oh my God, I think I'm going to marry this guy. Oh my God, I can't stand this guy. Right, (laughs) right. right, Yeah. Like, it was just, it was like that. And sometimes it was the other way around. You know, I got... I guess the term now is ghosted. Yes, yeah, uh-huh. that's always fun. <laughs> and I think I had my life figured out. And then I'm like in somebody's bushes trying to see where they are. <laughs> like, what? Well, yeah, because didn't, you probably didn't have like all these apps that show your location oh, back no. then. <laughs> we barely had yeah. cell phones. Right. We had flip oh my gosh, phones. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh-huh. We had pagers. So so back then when you were dating too, you probably had to call the person to arrange the date, you, right? Yeah. I don't think – I'm trying to think if we even had te- – I think we had text messaging by then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the one – I did one guy that I really, really liked and he just, just disappeared. 
And it's so frustrating. It's like, why can't you just say, hey, this isn't working for me? Right. Is yeah, that I mean, it, so hard to go do? out the window oh my with Lord. dating, especially yeah. now with the online dating. I just feel like people just, you know, they, they have zero consideration yeah. for somebody's feelings or, you yeah. know, that type of thing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I met my husband and we've been together 14 years. My gosh, that's amazing. I know. It is. It's longer than I was married. I mean, it's, we've only been, we've been married for four years. We, had a very long courtship. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was ready to just start. I knew I had to start working. And ultimately, I decided it would be easier just to be a, a substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. So that's what I started doing as my kids got older. So that was probably in, I graduated my bachelor's in 2004. Okay. And by 2005 is when I got accepted as a substitute teacher. Okay. And then that's when I started dating my husband now. And like I said, we'd been friends. There was one time I always thought he was a doll. Uh-huh. Um, my girlfriends and I used to refer to him as the beautiful Miles. <laughs> His name is Miles. And um, one time I had my kids in the car, and they remember this. They were We were down watching the sunset, uh-huh. and he was running by and I didn't even know he really knew who I was. He comes running by and he stops. He's like, cat? I'm like, oh, hey. You know? Yeah. Hey, what's your name again? Yeah. Yeah. Do we know each other? (laughs) Yeah, I don't. And um, I just, he, you know, we said hi and whatever and then he ran and and I think my kids, we, they got back in the car and I just kind of went, oh. That was the beautiful Miles. And they just looked at me like I was so weird, <laughs> which I was. Yeah. But um, it was just funny. It was just one of those things where he was just, oh, my God, he's so cute. Do you think you knew then, like when he ran by, that like one day he was going to be your husband? No. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, it, you were that like into the wavelength? No, there? I wasn't quite. But, but. I knew I wanted someone like him. Uh-huh. So then that goes back to the list. By then I had made my list and I had written down all the qualities that I'd wanted. And I had recently gone on a trip with my mom and met this really cute Italian. And uh-huh. so that didn't work out. It was, <laughs> it was a playa, but... Um, there's a lot of those guys yeah. out there. <laughs> Seriously. Sadly. <laughs> yeah. But it was fun. You uh-huh. know, it was it was really fun. We were my mom and I were on a cruise. And this is just this is such a cute story about my mom. She she was like, because he was an officer on the ship. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was fun. I mean, it was such a you're dressed up, you're all elegant. He's wearing his uniform and dancing. And then my mom's like, Do you want him to come back to the cabin? I can sleep out on the deck. <laughs> I love your mom. I know. She was looking out for you, she girl. She was. She was. I'm like, no, that's, you know, I know enough to know that these officers that, no, we're not going to do that. But thank you. It was, it was really sweet. But so I wrote on my list, you know, I think I wrote, I wanted someone professional. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, I wanted someone kind, someone who could be a good parent. But then you, you've got to have fun with your list, too. And I, right. I wrote, you know, maybe he could have an accent because uh-huh. I kind of like that thing. So and the, this is key when you're making your list. And I think we've talked about this in my office. 
You have to write down at the end, this or something better. And I didn't know that. So, yeah. and, and I've had a list since back since 2015, I think. Yeah. So when you told me that, I revised it and added it on there. It's huge. And what that does is that allows the universe to kind of, sometimes the universe knows better what we need than what we want, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes when we don't get what we want, it really is because our higher power is going, girl, you do not want that. Mm-hmm. That is not. And that's huge because I think like when you're a very driven person and you're like also in sales, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I know at least like the way my brain works is you kind of like always want to overcome the objection, right? Right. And so you'll just keep finding a loophole, you know, around yeah. it yeah. and, you know, oh, I there's, you know, something saying I can't have it. Well, I'm going to try over here. I'm going to work this angle. It, but I think you're right. And I think yeah. it only comes with like maturity that you realize, okay, maybe somebody does know better and I should just be okay with it right. and, and accept it and move on. And then you always look back and go, that's why. That's why. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Because when you get locked into an idea, one of the things I like to say is things always work out the way they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. It's not always the way we think we wanted it. Mm-hmm. But if you just, if you kind of sit back and allow the universe to, to handle things, eventually you get what is right for you. And that's a hard thing when you're looking at something that isn't maybe pleasant or or what you, what you thought you wanted. Mm-hmm. That's a hard, you know, sometimes that's hard to accept. Yeah, it's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So... Are there things that you can do after you write your list besides just being patient? Sure, <laughs> sure. The, you know, yeah. I When I was going to school and I, I was going to school online and I'm not working, I used to joke, you know, well, okay, I guess the universe has to bring me the – the UPS man who delivers my school books because how else am I going to meet somebody? Right. right? I sometimes so, think of that too. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's hard. The time, time is limited. Yeah. And so you, you do have to kind of put yourself out there mm-hmm. and take action steps. But more important than that, I think is really getting into the feel of the emotion mm-hmm. of what it's going to be like to meet that person. Okay. And, when we talk about the law of attraction, one of the ways we talk about it is about launching rockets of desire mm-hmm. and what your point of attraction is. And if your point of attraction is, oh, I hate being single. I hope I meet somebody soon. That's a super low point of attraction. Mm-hmm. That's not going to bring you what you want. But if you're like, wow, I'm so happy and I'm in such a great space and I just know the universe is working its magic to bring that right person to me when the time is right, that's a much higher vibration that's Mm -hmm. going to be more actively bringing you what you want. Yeah, no, I believe that too. I mean, I just think like positivity in general, like having an open mindset and um, I've done this before too, where like smiling is contagious and like, you know, how just like somebody greeting you or just you know, smiling at you can just totally change your mood in your day. Mm -hmm. And it is kind of like a fun thing to go, okay, today I'm just gonna, you know, everybody that comes across my path, I'm going to greet with a, you know, big grin and say hello or whatever. And just how that actually brings like some sort of 
like blessing to, yeah. to your day. Exactly. Um, but but I totally agree. So okay, so keep a positive outlook. So what was the phrase that you used? Um, this or something better. This or something better. So, but you don't have to do anything weird with your list, right? Because I've heard I've heard some things about when you get after you make your list, then you know you put it under your mattress or you you know. Um, you burn it whatever (laughs) the best thing i think the best thing you can do really with your list is put it somewhere where you're gonna forget about it okay and that's really the only way i can tell you that i had the thing about wanting an accent on my list because i put it it was in a coat pocket and i didn't see it again for three years does miles meet everything on your list he does now funnily enough I think that's a word. <laughs> you can he, make it up. You yeah, can make up whatever. Word. We grew up five minutes away from each other. But never, we but didn't, never, okay. we never met until we never were adults. Uh-huh. Um, we joked that maybe he was in line behind me at Winchell's Donuts or 31 Flavors. Right. But, but we have no verification of that. Now, you'll recall my list had a thing about accents. Uh-huh. And he grew up five minutes away, so he doesn't really have an accent. But he does voices. He does all the Simpsons voices. Uh-huh. He does... <laughs> All the Harry Potter voices. And oh and so, like, when we first started dating, he would read to me. He would read me to sleep, and he would do all the voice. Like, when he reads the newspaper, he does all the different voices. So in my head, I'm like, okay, that works. That's yeah. an accent. You know? Right, so, right. yeah. So he, he hit all the marks. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. And this is another thing, I, I think, and take it for whatever it's worth. When people say, oh, I, you know, I just got out of a relationship. I'm not ready to get into something. That's just their way of saying it's, you're not the one, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think that also limits what the universe will do if you're putting a verbal kind of block on it? Well, definitely. I definitely think it is. So our official, you know, when we actually got together, a friend was having a birthday party and I went to the party and I wasn't there five minutes and she comes up to me and she's like, oh my gosh, Miles and his wife finally have separated because we all thought he was so cute. You know, yeah, it was, yeah. it, that was news. And, and I don't know how to explain it, but I just turned around and looked at him and he was across the room and he looked at me and eventually we, we made it towards each other and we talked for, I don't know, like an hour and a half, two hours at this party a couple of days later, on the actual birthday of our friend, he had a dinner party that we were both at, and this is so dumb, but he needed to take the trash out. Uh-huh. He he volunteered to take the trash out, and I went to help him, and we kissed, and all I can say is it wasn't like a first kiss. Uh-huh. It was like the first kiss after you've been gone for a really long time, oh. and we've been together ever since. And he, I mean, he was literally separated for like an hour. No, no. (laughs) You're like, I wasted no time. No, no. but like, I mean, two weeks maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think too, it just, you know, it just gives me so much hope. So one of my favorite things to do is whenever I meet somebody like out and about, you know, like this just happened yesterday and there's a couple, I like to hear their story because one thing that's important to remind myself, I think is that people meet in so many different ways, you know? So, um, when I originally came to see you, I thought maybe I was doing something 
that was prohibiting me from, um, you know, finding love. Like I, I, I mentioned it, um, on my last episode where I said, you know, I'm really good at using the law of attraction and the secret to attract, like, I mean, being here in this house and sure. like the job that I have currently, all of that was, you know, the law of attraction. So why can I do it in one aspect of my life, but not in others? And do you think me even having that thought process is a blocker? Probably. Yeah. It could be. But, and so what I would ask you to do is imagine that your perfect partner, you know, so take Miles and I, right? I was ready for a partner you know, say five years after I divorced, Mm -hmm. I'd gotten my, you know, I'd had fun. I was ready. In fact, I think I might've mentioned this to you. I finally went to a a therapist in San Pedro and I was like, "Ah, (laughs) why don't I have a boyfriend? And he just looked at me and said, this is San Pedro. You could walk outside and walk down the street and have three boyfriends. You did tell me this. Right. (laughs) And I was just like, oh no, no. So I was ready But my perfect partner wasn't ready. He was on his own journey. And, you know, it's like if you take a cake out of the oven before it's ready, it just collapses. You can't make that perfect, like, you can't make him appear Mm -hmm. before it's ready. And I know in my partnership now, if I could have written down the most perfect partner for myself, even 30 years ago... It would have been this man. Okay, so I think we'll we'll close with just saying, so if people want to, you know, come and try Reiki, mm-hmm. if they want to, you know, find you, how can they do that? So they can go to P V Reiki, um, P is in Paul, V is in Victor, mm-hmm. Reiki.com. And Reiki is R E I K I. Just so everyone knows. Perfect. PVReiki.com. Okay, perfect. And it's South Bay Reiki and Wellness is the actual name. And I do phone sessions and Oh, I didn't know you did that. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Okay. Okay. And then one last thing. So Mm -hmm. if you had if you could give any bit of advice out there to men or women who are in the same boat as I am, meaning they are a single person, getting ready to start the new year, hopeful. What would that advice be? Is that a loaded question? <laughs> no. Maybe I should have started with that. <laughs> You're like, how much time we got? Yeah, <laughs> Reset the clock. No, I think work on your list and then do things that make you happy. It's that simple, right? It's that simple. Because if you're doing things that make you happy, the rest of it will fall into place. And and I don't want to pretend that like I just was blissfully happy for the eight years that I was single. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you, you know, this was back in the day when we had blockbuster video. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times on the weekends, my kids would go to their dad's. I would go to Whole Foods and get a bottle of wine and I would go to Blockbuster and get videos and in either one or the other stores, I would start crying, wondering why was I doing this by myself? But then I decided after I dated this one guy and broke up because the guy that ghosted me, whatever, I kind of went, screw it. What do I want to do? And I decided I wanted I'd been wanting to travel and I'd been waiting to meet the right person to travel with and I kind of went okay where can I go and I went on a trip by myself to France oh my so it's if you want to sit and wallow 
not that I don't think you do that, but if one were to want to sit and wallow, then you're just going to get more stuff to wallow about. So live your life, live your life, go do fun things, go where people are. It's hard to meet people if you are, you know, staying in your own little circle. So put, you know, don't be afraid to put yourself out there, volunteer, because it's not always about meeting the one, it's meeting somebody who knows the one. You know, the universe sends you things and really be open to what the universe is trying to tell you. Thanks for tuning into your Such a Catch. I hope Kathy's story and tips give you hope. Love is out there. And if you want to learn more about Reiki and its benefits, reach out to Kathy. I've been going to Kathy once a month for a while now, and I love it. It's time for me. I turn off my cell phone. I just unplug. It's an hour and a half focused on bettering myself, removing any roadblocks in the way of, you know, progressing to be a better person. And I just leave feeling energized and weightless. It's amazing. Highly recommend. Have a good week, you guys. (laughs) Bye-bye.